1: Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me?
3: Whatever, make me a bicycle found! On
1: 937 the Ticket and the TicketFM.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's smart. This is Happer and Shaper. Let's do it. Nebraska basketball. You know the thing I noticed last night, and there's obviously a lot of basketball stuff here that I'm that I'm frustrated with too. But from a, a bigger picture perspective, and by the way, yes, this is what this is going to be for about the rest of the year. Every every game, there are what Schaefer 19 games left at this point. 19 games left, and we're going to have to ponder the, uh, the Nebraska basketball from a very, very large-picture perspective in almost every single one of them, so enjoy that. Man, sounds awfully familiar, doesn't it? Um, But you look around, and there's, I don't know, 12,000 people in the building last night, something like that. And sit next to some K State reporters. Your your guy go Power Cats. Yeah, you sent me that text. I was, I saw it
3: like much later in the evening, yeah. and I wondered if Ryan Wallace was there. He was. Wow. Yeah,
1: I just wanted. Was to— he,
3: Was he mostly there to like talk about Adrian Martinez? He was. He did ask
1: about Adrian Martinez. <laughs> He <laughs> are so excited about Adrian yeah, Martinez. It, it didn't it didn't take very long either. We was sitting there at the table it was like, "Hey, what do you guys think? Okay, hey, nice to meet you, blah blah blah. What do you think about Adrian Martinez?"
3: Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's it's funny. Anyways. It, it, it. We can we can get back to that. No,
1: I was interested in the media conversation from like cuz it was we were basically all sitting together everybody that goes around on the basketball beat like Robin and and uh Baz and Jimmy and and me and and then the three K State reporters that were there, and you know, they you know just ask They're just asking general questions like, you know, what do you guys think? You, you, what's going to happen tonight? And you're just like, and, and you could just see us like, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> there there's a halfway decent chance they shoot fifty percent from three. There's also a chance they don't make any um so it kind of depends on what range that they're in and that'll probably tell you the outcome and they're just like oh okay and then you ask about adrian martinez you're like man we love adrian martinez as a person (laughs) 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 and uh his career could have gone much differently in uh in a lot of different ways anyway i was thinking about this last night so there was 12,000 people in the building. And, and back to the K-State reporters, they were, like, remarking the entire game about how dead it was in there. And they're used to used to seeing some pretty good environments um, in the Big 12, so maybe, I guess, keep that in your head. But this program has, like, and I know it's been pretty downtrodden as far as what it looks like compared to every other high major program in the country. Like, I get it, but it has way too much potential to look and feel like this. It just does. There's still that many people in the building who are just sitting there waiting for something good to happen. Um, and you know, it's hard. It's, and it's by the way, it's, it's a little different now. I think after the pandemic, the crowds haven't been quite the same, even for the Creighton game, which I thought was a pretty good atmosphere this year. It wasn't, it wasn't the same, and there was still kind of a, a little bit of trepidation. I That's think in that, um, and it, it hasn't quite been the same. But people want to dive into this thing so badly, and there there is just no reason for it right now. There's like there's no reason for much hope at all, and and like so, I want to sit there and be like, man, come on they could use your support, but I don't, I I can't tell people that in good faith. Like I can't tell people like, Hey, come on, get up out of your seat. This is a big moment. It's not a big moment. They're five and seven, you know, like, and you look around and there's just so much potential, so much possibility. I, I, I think, um, you know, that's what I really enjoyed about Fred Hoiberg when he got here and he seemed to really understand that. And some coaches may look at that as something that hampers the program because of its lack of of history and lack of success. But they took the perspective of, look, man, we got everything we need. We got 15,000 people in the building every night. We want to be good. We'll invest in it. We have great facilities. Right. And we believe that we can get the talent that we want. And that's up to you. That's up to you as the coaching staff. And it just feels – super far away from that right now. I, and, um, it's a, it's a pretty low point for Nebraska basketball.
3: Yeah. Well, and it's like from a fan perspective, how do you ask for collective buy-in or even presence when you are looking at a third straight, just not just losing season, like massive losing season. you're, You're dead before Christmas. Um, That's a tough, tough ask. And then on top of it, and this comes right off of sort of the run of which people watched this thing suck last year at home. The amount of times that I've had conversations with people that have season tickets, it's like, well, you know, at least last year I didn't have to go to it. Right. Hey, still got the same result from home. And now, like, I, I think that Kennesaw game on Tuesday. Scary. Is going to be really. Wednesday. It's 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 always bad, but it's going to be really ugly. I keep thinking it's on Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know why. Wednesday. All right. Um, middle of the week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll some save myself. This week.
1: Well, way. the days are off because you know my Christmas whole Eve, schedule yeah, is Christmas. Just, yeah. Well, oh yeah, Schaefer's yeah. in a different way. Right. I don't now. even know
3: what day it is most of the time anymore.
1: Um, and so I I just
3: I really wonder. I haven't even been to a game myself. Since before Thanksgiving, and I have a lot of stuff going on, but it's my interest level in it is just shockingly low.
1: I, I think people really truly have started to shift a little bit of support over to the women's side. And Good, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, there was a, there was, I want to be one of those people. Like, I, if there was a certain know. buzz about it yesterday, and then you know. People walk into the building because I, I was there all day, and you get to watch people kind of walk in and and see what their feeling is like. And you just—it's a zombie. It, it, it's 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 a pack of zombies walking yeah. into the game. This is before the game starts, and this is against, against a, a former an old Big rival, eight rival yeah. that you know. And you know they're going to bring fans into the right. building. You were excited
3: about this matchup when it was announced. Um, you know when they were doing the one game in Lincoln, one in Manhattan, one in Kansas City. Like, when this whole thing got announced, it was exciting. It was like, oh, cool. This is great. And then instead, you're five and six when you enter the game, and you already feel dead in the water for the season. Yep. And there's not a whole lot of future hope because the freshman that you could be excited about, it's already expected he's going to leave one way or the other. Yep. Uh, There's just, you know, nothing here. There's nothing here to feel good about. Like, I'm not even – I can't sit here and – you know, was it two weeks ago? I was sort of apologizing for how doom and gloom I was about basketball. It didn't get any better. It did not. And it's not going to.
1: Yeah, I thought I, I thought there was a path maybe to, after those two real bad ones against Auburn and Michigan, um, taking a week off. You know, and I know it was a lot. It was finals week, and, and people had to deal with that entire thing too. But I thought there was a chance where they come out yesterday and look pretty good. And guess what? They did. Um, and then... Once again, they got kind of punched in the mouth once, shots started not going in, and it just totally unraveled at the seams. This happens every game. Nebraska can play well. They can play, but they can only play well for, like, 12 minutes.
3: (laughs) They've also gotten exceedingly sloppy with the ball. it. You know, when we were talking about this team early in November, it's oh, like, did well, you, did
1: you see a difference between what they were doing t- yesterday, <clears throat> what they were doing against Albert? like, no, philosophically, there there was talk about that this week.
3: Not really. There was talk of trying to get Derek Walker <laughs> the ball more, and he went three for five uh, from the field. Some right. of that is he's not he's not ever going to be super aggressive um, with the ball as it is, anyways, but. I, if you go back and you look in November, like when they're having those ugly games to start with, they're averaging like eight or nine turnovers a night. They're in the high double digits now, yep. like against Auburn, against Michigan, against Kansas State, probably an average of 17 a game. It's like sloppy. That's, that's terrible. But it also points to what we have talked about a bunch. They don't have a real ball handler. And that is hard to watch, too. Like Verge is trying, and I give him a am. ton of credit. Yeah. And we went from, like, Verge is sort of the problem to he's basically one of the few things working.
1: Definitely not the problem. But
3: he's still a five to six assist to turnover ratio. You can't really live with that. But you're asking a guy who's not primarily built mentally to be a distributor. He can do it, but it's not his thing. And you just can't have 17 turnovers on top of the fact you don't shoot well enough. Right. You're not a great defensive team. There's just nothing they do well right now. There's not a single thing. No. They get to the free throw line, I guess, at a fair rate. That's about it. Gosh, did they last night? 22
1: attempts. They really?
3: Yeah, I think 15 of 22.
1: 15 of 22. Kansas State made 15 of 18, by the way, yeah. last time. Mean, that might really,
3: to be honest, speak more about college basketball. officiating. Yeah. but but no kidding.
1: All right, uh, we'll have plenty more on this. 402 464 We'll take a phone call here from Mike. Hey, Mike.
4: Hey, how you doing? You're, you're probably going to call me a hypocrite, Connor, because I said last week that all the negativity probably isn't good for ratings, but uh, I'm going to be negative. I'm just going to tell you where I'm at. I've I've followed Husker basketball since the middle seventies when I was in high school. Um, has had season tickets pretty much since Danny Lee's last few years. And it has gotten to the point and I don't I don't know if it's the cumulative effect of all these seasons, you know, I've seen a few good years, but I've seen some bad basketball. But I've never lost my enthusiasm till this year, and maybe it's that I finally expected something, but my wife and I didn't go last night, and that never happens. I used to live in Dakota, South Dakota, two and a half hours away, and I had season tickets and would make the games. Hmm. Didn't go. And so we get done, and I look, oh, man, we got a game Wednesday. It felt like going to the dentist. <laughs> and I'm serious. It's like so I'm paying this amount of money, donation and all that. Got good seats, and I don't even want to go. And that's never happened till this year and I don't know why so i got to think, am I going to get tickets next year? Why would I pay to be miserable? And so, and I know pretty much everyone around me. I sit by Sean Callahan and I probably know eight, ten couples around there and I don't know how many are going to go to any more games this year. Yeah. Not many. I mean, it's, it's we've gotten pretty good at accepting losing but when When, like Mike says, it's so sloppy, it's just not even fun, you know? Yeah, Mike. So, I I don't know what the answer is. I think if the crowds dwindle, you give Fred another year. And that's the other thing. Fred, to me, feels a little bit like Frost. He's almost kind of a homegrown guy, so you feel bad for the guy. But this just can't keep up. Thanks a lot. Yeah,
1: Mike, you're totally right. I mean, you you can't – part of the reason why it's so – frustrating and i don't even know if that's the right word anymore but you just kind of quit after a while because i mean you look at this team and and we've discussed it basically every time they've played this year you're just banging your head against the wall yeah and 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 the coach comes out and and fred hoiberg says the same thing after every game it's like man we just you know we we just missed shots and and i'm telling you man like first of all yeah you did i mean 18 threes you missed 18 (laughs) threes in a row but we got to get to the, we got to get yeah, to the, you did we got to get to the, have
3: you ever responded in a press conference before? He's like, we missed shots and you were in the back. But,
1: yeah, you did. Well, I asked him last night, I'm like, you know, I didn't want to call out, I didn't want to single out Tominaga because I, I've really loved what he's brought, but I asked him like, does he, how, how does it work with the green light? You know, mm-hmm. like, do these guys keep, just keep, keep getting the green light? And he's like, yep. And I'm no like we way? have to not get the green light. Somebody They, we, they just have no other way. <laughs> that the,
3: like this is a Something's got to be different. This is an emperor has no clothes situation. Like they everything is laid bare. Everything we know about this team, we know they're not going to out defend the opponent that they're going to play. We know they're not going to win on the boards. We know that hustle points aren't necessarily where they're going to to show up in a box score. It has to be shooting and they can't Like this is how many games in a row where they've shot under thirty percent from three. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's a they they have nothing else. Like, and part of me feels bad in the sense that like he has no other answers in for for what he has to say to all of us. But it's also they have no other answers with how they built this program. They went to this is what they were going to do. And they don't have another thing they can pivot to. Those are the guys
1: they picked for it.
3: You can't just be like, "Oh, well, we're gonna scrap this, and we're gonna be
1: super in on D." It's not gonna work. And, and look, once again, I, so as we've said this entire time, I think they do have capable shooters. I like Wilcher as a shooter. I like yeah. Tominaga as I a shooter. Um, I think Lat could even give you some, you know. And he wasn't he wasn't bad last night. Kind of drifted into the into the you know gray area for them last night, but like even if they were hitting threes at a normal clip you know even if they weren't 353rd in the country let's say they were in the in the middle somewhere it still wouldn't be good and it still wouldn't be enough because they don't do anything else right <laughs> and maybe that's maybe that's a little bit of an over exaggeration not though but they, they you know they don't defend
3: they're not a good passing team yeah they, they're not a good defensive team they can't team. rebound they're not a rebounding team they're not uh, particularly, they're a bad transition team at this point. They don't time.
1: dive on loose balls. Yeah. They, they they don't, you know, they don't scrap and claw. They don't fight for it, you know? One of the things that is difficult, and I I hate doing this, but
3: we we even say they're not a this team. They're barely a team. They don't collectively play together particularly well. The ball dies at various points uh, in terms of its travel on the offensive end. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, like it. You just have a perfect storm, and I've watched a ton of bad basketball yeah. in that building in the divani, and I don't know if it's I'm at a different point in my life. Uh, well, I think I just night- don't want to invest time, and I I will because it's part of my job. But I just have such little excitement for watching this team play in this style and having it fail. the
1: way La- Last night was different because it, you know it's been all sorts of bad. Um, and they've got they've gotten drilled in each of their last two games before last night. They they have kind of run the gamut of all the things that would make you mad as a fan mm-hmm. watching them um, giving up right as you did against Michigan, just kind of lying down. You know, getting and one mixtape toured by whatever teams out there. Auburn was the most recent one, but here was another one last night, and it's this: shooting thirty footers nonstop. Like, that was the answer. That, that, that was what they did. When things got hard for Nebraska last night, which they were obviously going to, and they took a 10-point lead, but they were obviously going to get hard at some point, their answer was to shoot, in some cases, off balance, in some cases, contested, long three-pointers. That's what you need to know about this team right now. Like, and and, and at some points, I like... I. I if you're going to take that shot, I guess I want Bryce McGowan's taking it. I right. guess I guess I want Casey Tominaga taking it.
3: But, you but you don't that can't be your shot. shot. Yeah, that like doesn't have to be the go-to in that situation. When
1: when things when things have gotten difficult for them, just at all, that's been the answer this year.
3: You know how we do the thing like yeah, you know, Nebraska and football gets outscored by a bajillion points in the third quarter, like these sort of stats become a thing. Yeah. I am somewhat interested in looking at what the point disparity between the under twelve timeout to the under four timeout. In is the first quarter. In the first half. Yeah. Because it, half, yeah. it feels like Nebraska never scores <laughs> in that stretch of time. They start games pretty well. Like they honestly do. If you go back and you look yes. at what it looks like for Nebraska when they get to the under-16 or even to the under-12, they're usually with the team that they're playing. It's that stretch between the 12-minute mark and the 4-minute mark that they just get boat raced
1: every single week. And it, they did it last night. Yeah, they played great for the first 12 minutes, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, and then it's just completely... You know, it's one of those things, like, I missed the start of the game, turn it on, and about, you know, the 14-minute mark, they're playing well. They continue to play a little bit well after that. And then it flips on them, and they just have no way of stopping it. It's just, like, done. And so, it's happened so many times already this season. Right,
1: there's no, like, timeout. There's no, um, you know, we're going to draw some up there, something up here to get an easy bucket. They take a 30-footer. And it's like this this, uh, this is what i was saying earlier and i was uh, you know in awe about it last night when you when you face some adversity when you get down your shot or or you're in this drought your shot quality cannot get worse it is supposed to get better you were supposed to get closer to the rim in order to make the basket, right? In in order to assure yourself that you are going to make the basket, right? And it's easier said than done, but that's basically how basketball right. works. Um, <laughs> and that's basically how basketball works. Look at me. I'm James Naismith. But, like, you know, I, it just kept getting – they just kept getting further and further and further away from the hoop and taking worse looks and turning the ball over inexplicably. Um, it, 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 you know. So, for, for, all the, for, for all the talk last week of a little bit more structure, I'm not sure that I saw it. Maybe it's just something that it I missed. It was the same team. I'm not, I, I, I'm, maybe I missed it. But no, you didn't. I, I'm I, would, about I would love him to take a little bit more control, but it, it's, it keeps not happening in these moments. And you find out who you are in these moments when you get punched in the face. They've had it in every single game so far, and they've just totally wilted every single time.
3: You know what's gonna be the sign of progress for whether it's it's this group or the next group or whoever? It's gonna be when you don't get that little box that pops up in the left corner if you're watching on television, in the left corner of your screen that says Nebraska hasn't scored since the X yeah. minute mark. Yep. We're we're sort of at the point um
1: where eighteen straight threes last night. Eighteen in a row. Yeah. I mean that's that's statistically Not impossible, obviously, but pretty close. One's going to go in. We've seen bad shooters make three-pointers. Zero of
3: 18. Do you think we're going to get, you know how Eric would would chime in, Twitter user Eric would chime in with the the stats of the final drives? Yeah. We know he loves to do research. Is he going to eventually just going to have like a, these were the longest droughts of the season for Nebraska? Ugh. Maybe. Because last night I think it got up to like seven eighteen, they had a seven minute yeah it was stretch. it was an
1: eighteen to two run to close the first half yeah for K State so um, which once again eighteen the little to two. box
3: popped up with about six minutes like Nebraska hasn't scored in the last six minutes
1: yeah to twelve seconds and this is immediately coming off of being up twenty five to fifteen right they were winning by ten and it completely flipped the other way. It's like Nebraska football against, you know, enter team here, I suppose. You're up by a touchdown, oh, Iowa, I suppose.
3: you're it's up like by Every a... basketball game is just the fourth quarter of the
1: Iowa-Nebraska football game, pretty much. It just depends on when it happens in the basketball game.
3: Well, we know it's usually between that 12 and the... It is, yeah. The four-minute mark.
1: Uh, I have one more stray thought. Uh, not stray, but I, I have one more thought on basketball uh, as we come back here. But I want to hear from you guys. I know this is a really fun and uplifting conversation for monday (laughs) but we want to we want to hear from you 402-464-5685 uh we'll come back more up next follow connor and mike on twitter at connor happer at mike j shaper you're listening to happer and shaper